0: You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily featuring some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, we were joined by a friend of the show, actor, and Manchester City fan. Mm. Kel Spellman popped in to see us. Uh, he is in um, with the returning series, um, World on Fire, on BBC One this Sunday. Very popular series, Incredible World War II cast. series. Very, very good. Great cast. So, Kel, mm. talk about that. Bit of City and more and um, we were joined by the quite quirky japanese football expert alan gibson Join us from over in japan got his own catchphrase he certainly has got his own catchphrase and he talked to us about a 56 year old still going yeah. strong in the portuguese league and uh, some transfer chat maybe a goalkeeper for manchester yeah. united from japan and you hear about john quackenrow <laughs> you hear about john quackenrow whether you want to or not there's no escaping it yeah we had a bit of a chat um here it all is everyone good afternoon Andy. Good afternoon, Paul. Good afternoon,
2: everyone. And talking of cricket, there's so a good banter between uh, Prime Minister Rishi Sunak and Australian Prime Minister Anthony Albanese. Yeah, uh, they were kind of sledging each other, and oh. uh, Albanese had a, a photo of Johnny Bairstow stumping. Yeah, but it was a real mic dropper from Rishi. He said, uh, "I'm sorry, I I didn't bring my sandpaper with me."
0: Well, I, yeah. I quite like that. You like that? Well, I, you? I thought that's not a bad bit of banter. It would have been better if he'd had a little bit of sandpaper in his pocket. <laughs> Or Better when he for, shook hands the with the Prime Minister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a bit of a rough oh, for the sandpaper. a <laughs> yeah. sandpaper and, on the And the ears.
2: Australian Prime Minister had dirt in his pocket, Atherton style.
0: sledging going on in any other walk of life? I mean, I'm just wondering, like, if you're working in any mm. other job, you don't get a chance to sledge somebody, do well, you? those I mean, two is, sledged each other. Yeah, I suppose. Okay, do you want examples of sledging in the real world? <laughs> yeah. OK, let's see if we can get some. It's not just cricket. Let's see if we can. Get somebody to come in and sledge me. Also, like Sam, when, cha- um, when I came in earlier on, we uh, were mentioning the uh, Mitrovic story, of course. It's quite mm. difficult to turn down £25 million a year, isn't it, really?
2: It is. That's a big blow
0: for Fulham, it if he be. goes. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I'm trying to think what's going to stop him going. Um, we'll have to <laughs> see, <laughs> really. Yes. I am going to imagine he's going to be quite keen. Yes. Um... But I mean, if you work on the bins in Saudi, it's not all pro rata, is it? If you're working in the bins in Clecky and you're not thinking, I'll get myself out and I'll do El well, Nasir's bins. I'd imagine bins. you do get more working on the bins in Saudi than I, you do. I, I, you I do. wouldn't think so. I think you find that there's, I mean, there's a lot of money at the top end, not a massive amount <laughs> of reckon? money. You are probably right. A massive amount of money uh, elsewhere, but <laughs> so, no, I don't know if you're going to do the Saudi bins. We'll uh, we'll try and find out for you. Can you can you arrange it? I'll, I'll uh, find out. Okay. yeah. I'll be an agent. Uh, an agent. I'll be an agent <laughs> for uh, Saudi bin men. That would be good, <laughs> wouldn't it? Yeah. I can plug and well, get Paul, you. He's in. not
2: coming in this week. He's got yeah. a huge deal. He's going got on. this
0: massive deal. He's got uh, <laughs> two lads who normally do the recycling bins in uh, Romford, and they're going out there. Two hundred and fifty grand a year netto. They're on. It's fantastic netto. No Not te- bad. T- stay out there. Won't have to pay any tax. Tremendous. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
2: Wimbledon. They've come up with a, a, a basically a sort of five pound water tray system to pre- predict the weather. It's basically. Mm. A tray with water in it
0: and the camera, and it's based. Does about that mean a mile if away. there's water in the tray, it's raining? Is that what it well, is? Well,
2: they can see the drops on top of the water, and that tells them that well, it's like on that its way. That bit in
0: Jurassic Park, when you knew that the <laughs> T Rex was getting closer. Well, uh, yes, possibly. It sounds a bit low tech, doesn't it? For- it's low
2: tech, but it's called it, it's. Uh, it's got a little duck there that guards it, and it's called <laughs> the duck's called John Quackenroe. Oh and they've got a picture of well, they, all the papers sounding a bit lame, isn't it? Oh, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. I didn't <laughs> okay. make it up. It's not my weather system.
0: <laughs> Shouldn't you have said John Quackenro? John Quackenro? Like it was like you, like it for some sort of end finally story but in the, the news. But the sun,
2: for some reason, they put a picture of uh, John Quackenro Max. Stop and saying there.
0: John Quackenro. <laughs> <They> it wasn't <laughs> funny the first time. The third time, it's even worse. <laughs> Well, that's the title for today's podcast. Stop saying John, John Quackenrow. Quackenrow. John
2: McEnroe. Yeah. They put a picture no. of him. Oh, OK. They put, yeah. In the papers and next to the story. And they've got a sort of speech bubble coming out. And he's saying, I do not believe it. It's not Victor
0: Meldrum. <laughs> what are we <you> talking about? <laughs> How can you get his catchphrase so wrong? That's John Quackenfro, <laughs> John, Quackenrose. Uh, John who? Uh, John, John Quackenfro. John Quackenfro. <laughs> John Quackenfro. Good Stop. evening, Mr.
2: Quackenfro. Yeah, it's it one does of a those, bit, not it? Yeah, yeah, it does a bit, sound a bit Groucho, uh, Groucho marked Yeah, yeah. Anyway. It's also at Wimbledon. Oh, yeah. no, it was, the, it was at Formula One. They sort of basically said all the sort of famous people were there. It's become such a yeah. A-list. It's always play. been starry, isn't it? He has, but it's uh, Tom Cruise, Kylie Minogue, Paris Hilton, Cara Delevingne, Shakira, Brad Pitt. Oh, yeah. And then they said Romeo Beckham and somebody called Bad Bunny. Is that his name or Bad Sonny? No, Bad... I can't say that. Somebody called Babble, you're a high court judge. (laughs) (laughs) Surely, he plays this. He's a reserve player for Brentford.
0: He's a a Puerto Rican rapper. Is he? Yeah, Bad Bunny. Oh, no, not Romeo no, Beck. No, no. That's it. He's got every right to go there. He's sees music royalty. I'm intrigued by this...
2: Sh- this could be a cool subject, actually. I'm intrigued by this shop in Manchester mm. that's got the same colours as Morrison's, the yeah. yellow and green. It's got a very similar font to the writing, and it's called Morrisan, Morrison, As yeah. opposed to Morrison. Mm. And it reminded me of that place that I found roger harrod's carpets yeah and he does exactly exist yeah and he's entitled there's there's nothing to do. he could say come to harrod's carpets there's nothing he could that's his name right okay he couldn't do anything about it but do you know any of those the ones that sort of sound like very subtly
0: you just subtly change the names yes that sort of idea I, i think our mate in manchester may get a letter I think he will, really. Yeah, it does seem unlikely. It does, especially when you've kind of, you've, you've approximated the font. Not that I've seen it, but I'm guessing that's mm. the case. Um, other thing mm. to get you going on, something else happened at Wimbledon. Um, somebody was uh, was having a bit of a doze during the tennis because, you know, it's all for hardened sports fans, mm. isn't it, on, on the centre court. And uh, suddenly a ball mm. drops in his pims. Oh yeah, Sploshed right in the pims. Went all over him. Oh, which is dear. no more than he deserved. So uh, we, we always like a bit of where the ball came to land. So uh, the final resting place of the ball is always a joy, whether it's in some bloke's pims at Wimbledon in a cow pat. It's a shame, it's shame it didn't it land on his packet of crisps or
2: something. You could have said John Snacking right. <laughs> <laughs> so you look, looking for more offshoots of John? I'm not quack saying and it, John Quacking round. Go on then. <laughs> and not a bad idea really you can tell it's wimbledon okay week.
0: then talksport.com be a bit quiet at the moment as you may gather talksport.com text 81089, tweet ts83 free carpet from Harrods carpets really you want to be um you want to be an in, an ITK <laughs> I do. and he's jealous of all these people the alex crooks the, the um all the all the top names yes, in the, the world of names, ITK yeah. um and he he wants to be an ITK um, so you but said to me, transfer, you to me, me and you lent him to me earlier on. You said, "I understand Marcus Rashford has been having conversations <laughs> with Tranmere Rovers," <laughs> yeah. and I thought that's a pretty lame. No one's going to believe that. <laughs> no one's going to feel that you're well connected. It's, it, it, the thing is, what drives me mad is is
2: yeah, the initial contact. Hmm. This one's interested in this one. <clears> then there's ch- then there's talks. Yeah. Then there's you know further talks yeah. and then there's well that's
0: the way it works the and then and then they don't get they, done they, the they don't on each other's hands two chairmen you know, and but get but it, it, it done in five really, minutes why don't they just
2: say it, well he's
0: interesting. And then it's happened it just yeah. drives me a bit mad really okay well uh, you are such a hypocrite well I'm sure the listeners won't be surprised to hear no that. I know that he's absolutely raging when Alex and Sam <laughs> were talking about the possibility and Danny the possibility that Levi will. There, Chelsea's young centre half Mm. could go to Brighton or could go to Liverpool. He's raging outside. He's not going anywhere. Who knows? Where's he's not? Well, he might be going. I'm not saying
2: he's not going anywhere. But all I'm saying is, it's wrong to say he's considering it because he isn't considering it because he's got, he hasn't even met the new manager yet. Yeah, he's got a two-year contract
0: plus a year option. So it's not entirely down to him to go. Okay. You know? So you, the stories you don't like, like Conor Gallagher for Spurs today, something to be discussing well, shortly. Again, I mean, that you seems, don't like that story, do well, you? Well, it does seem a bit of a strange you, one. You rail you. against the ITKs that put it out well, there. He, yeah. yeah, he just said to me honestly. In the next breath, after he's having a go at <laughs> Sam and Alex, he went, "Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I, I read here in a little <laughs> rumour that um, Chelsea could be signing who." I can't remember now. How can it's you mean you can't remember? Ivan true. Tony. Oh, Ivan Tony. Oh, no,
2: that's just, that's another ITK special. So
0: when it's one you like, well, I like that you one. love the ITKs. <laughs> yeah, you see to ultimately a not, hypocrite. It's not true, is it? The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Oh, we head to Japan then. Uh, to mm. cover a fair bit of ground, as we say, from 56-year-old uh, Japanese football legends to potential Manchester United goalkeepers. Mm. And we do so in the company of the man. We always turn on Japanese football, Japanese football expert, magazine editor, Alan Gibson. Hi, Alan.
3: Good evening from Japan. Yeah, Good evening yeah, uh, to good you. Evening Thanks too. for joining us as okay, always. I can actually see you guys for change. It's, oh, well, you, I is. didn't realise so you you're so good looking.
0: give you a little wave look the um, handsome boys. View. Oh there you are Now we've we, we spoken I think every year Since he was about 53 We've spoken about this guy But every year he gets a new contract Mure, How does he do it? Japanese football legend He's 56 Um, He's just been kept on By the Portuguese Second division side Oliveira. But apparently it's, it's a bit more complicated than that He's not playing Every minute of every game For them is he And there is a Japanese tie up In terms of the ownership Of the two clubs
3: Yes, I mean, they are, uh, they are involved with the uh, the same company that uh, is uh, the major shareholder in his, uh, I was going to say, yeah, I guess the club is being loaned from Yokohama FC, uh, who he joined in uh, 2005 in the twilight of his career. What was uh, 18 years ago now. <laughs> so uh, it's it's quite amazing. I mean, he's he he's so fit he's such a a great guy he's, i mean i've known him personally since 1993 when i got this shirt this is this shirt is like 30 years old and wow. it's Kazu's shirt Look at wow. that. Unbelievable. He gave you that, um, did he? It's quite racy out No, say, I wouldn't expensive. say he gave He's me this one. It's
2: on YouTube. It is, yeah, yeah. Yes, man. it's oh, shimmering, Maybe Plug it's for the sponsor a... there. Yeah, fantastic. He didn't Other give me that soft one. He gave me one.
0: Coca-Cola it was for those who are listening on the radio. Oh, yeah, that's but, true. Uh, oh.
2: oh, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, and oh, don't forget the, uh, the one on the side. They're uh, very... Uh, um, oh, we're not allowed to mention that, sorry, because... <laughs> well, what
0: have we got there oh okay it's yeah. yes, more shirts. is that yeah. your team then is that the team you follow alan uh you were well
3: no i mean uh but um i think i mentioned it before with you guys but in 1993 mm. when i well when j league started celebrating its 30th anniversary this year aston villa came over my my local team mm. and um i i well in those days i think i telexed or faxed ron atkinson and uh, said anything I can do, you know, just hoping and uh, well, within an hour, Ron was on the phone. I couldn't but really, hello, this is uh, Ron Atkinson tell us about this team and uh, so I went there at the invitation of Aston Villa and I, I sat on the bench literally wow. in the wow. one a year old tax suit that the one from the year before that went in the dressing room and that's when I first met Kazu because he was playing against uh, these guys and uh, <laughs> He, he was great. I didn't speak Japanese. He didn't speak English. Or uh, we, we, we got through on Spanish, uh, English, Japanese, a bit of Latin even. I don't know what it was. but And I uh, got a picture of him. In fact, it's on my wall. A 30-year-old picture. I mean, we're on video, aren't we? Can I, can I drag it out? Well, yeah, you can you if you can. want to. Yeah, you can drag it out. But it's amazing <laughs> to think that in 1993,
0: <laughs> he was playing football against... Ron Atkinson's Aston Villa, and he's still oh, playing in the Portuguese league. <laughs> well, that is oh, that's amazing. me and
3: Kazu. I'm trying to get the uh, the language, over, but that's me and Kazu like 30 years ago. Look at that! <laughs> yeah,
0: that for <laughs> those, that fantastic. Well, you you've uh... both worn quite well. I'm, yeah. I'm not going to say he's worn slightly better than you, Alan, because that wouldn't be fair. But you're not. <laughs> well, he's in... got a
3: hope. He's got a whole team of chefs and fitness instructors yeah. and masters and yoga He's he got the shirt on as well, is, the
0: Villa shirt Which is he why is. he's still playing. Yes, of course. Yeah, he's, right.
3: um, it's great. It's absolutely fantastic that he keeps playing. Yeah. I mean, I remember when I was a kid and thinking, Stanley Matthews, 50, unbelievable. Yeah, mm.
0: it's uh, true. That yeah. Is a, he's a real yeah. outlier. That, that, I don't know what you're uh, Japanese free, you're a long time retired, but clearly it's a phrase he uses <laughs> a lot. Now, uh, Ange Postacoglu has, uh, gave his first press conference this week. Um, and he had a, a pretty successful sp- spell in Japan. Did you get a chance to, to meet him, Alan, when he was over?
3: Yeah, a couple of times. Uh, in fact, three or four times. I wouldn't say I spent more than about three or four minutes with him, four or five times perhaps. But, um, yeah, he, he's, uh, he was very interesting. <laughs> he, he knows what he wants. I mean, obviously, you've all got to know him over the last couple of years at Celtic. Mm. And, um, yeah, he, he's, he really knew what he wanted and he knows what he wants and uh the fact that he managed to to make this team play that way it was great and really i haven't been able to to follow I'm, i've got more transfer news listening to you guys in the last 10 minutes than i have for, from england that is from from britain <laughs> so up. we oh, get rumors oh, over oh, here of course about Dyson, maida and <laughs> kyogo furuhashi uh, especially if you if he sells off uh, harry kane he can bring about six japanese players but who knows, but there are there are no actual concrete rumours about uh, Spurs and uh, Postecoglou grabbing any more Japanese. And uh, Daisen Maeda and Kyogo Furuhashi have just signed uh, new four-year contracts, which, of course, doesn't necessarily mean anything except that they'd have to get a fee now. Yeah. But um, so I'm, th- I'm just wondering what he will do and... Uh, well,
0: he, he, he obviously played that market. As you've told us before, mm. uh, Alan, that a lot of the Japanese clubs do undervalue the the, the players when it comes to selling to European clubs. And uh, Celtic managed that very well and got some really, really good players. I'd, it would be strange if he maybe didn't go back. I don't know if they're still the there's still a kind of pool of quality there that he could choose from. I mean, other clubs are picking up on Japanese players. We'll come up to that. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, but I mean, are there players there you think he he could potentially come back for?
3: I'm sure he has a, apparently an amazing scouting tree, the roots and, and branches going everywhere. He knows, he knows what he's doing. He's, he's got fingers in every pie, if I want to be a better word. And uh, there are definitely still plenty of players available and, and even ones that are already in Europe mm. and the new The new rules in the British uh, or English football, which I presume you've discussed over and over, but over here, it's quite quiet, but it's making things easier now that teams can have up to four players who didn't necessarily qualify for a visa before, right? In the the top two divisions. And then in the, what do you, what you call the league one, league two, they can have two players too. So we're going to have a a lot more players. uh, and We'll discuss a couple in a moment, a lot more players that are now eligible to play in, in England. So I'm quite excited about that. Um, uh, and, and
0: Coventry mm. and Birmingham City have done a bit of business yes, in Japan, Japan they, haven't
3: they? Yep. Um, well, technically they've done it in Europe now because these guys have already settled nicely in Europe. Uh, Koji Miyoshi has been in uh, Belgium with Royal Antwerp uh, for close to four years. Mm-hmm. Um, he was doing very well. He's played for Japan through the ages from 17, 18, 19, under 20s, He's played five times for the national team. Uh, he's in that sort of position of a uh, a sneaky winger or uh, perhaps a a guy in the hole behind the forward. That Japan is, has so many players in that position, so mm. he's he's not got that much luck in the national team. And sadly, he had uh, six or eight months off last season, uh, so he's actually proved that he's fit enough for Birmingham City. And as one of my local teams, I'm very excited. He's 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 very good. He's a small attacking midfield or a winger, which is pretty much eighty percent of the Japanese the Japanese players we have. Hmm, you can't um, be Birmingham uh, and Villa, come on. Yeah, you can't be Birmingham <laughs> Villa. That's right. You've got to be one or the other. <laughs> it's gonna be well, at the moment I've just swung back to Birmingham because uh, you know, as as we said, we, when I'm on the ashes I could swing both ways too. But yeah. um I think uh, I'm I'm swinging more towards uh, Birmingham City again now. If they have an asked a Villa player, oh, yeah. if they have a Japanese, <laughs> Japanese player, player yeah. right,
0: okay. and one of before we let you go, what about the um, Manchester United link to a Japanese goalkeeper?
3: Yeah, it's all over the place here. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how much he's going to get um, if it's if it's true. I've got some friends in Manchester who've been asking me now. Mm. Um, of course, most Manchester United fans live in London. They don't live in Manchester, but these guys are uh, <laughs> s- sending me messages. And is it true? Is it true? And so they're hearing things too. Uh, his name is Zion Suzuki. Zion. Uh, Suzuki's pretty easy. He's got a good engine, et <laughs> Um Interesting because he was born in America mm. of Ghanaian and Japanese parents. So he's uh, he's basically, he's actually American, born in Little Rock, Kansas. Oh. Uh, the bill clinton reign perhaps um he's still only 22 i think Mm. um 21 actually i think he's only 21 and uh he's not even getting into urawa red's team here he's not he's basically a reserve keeper Uh, he did play tonight in the Emperor's cup that's the japanese version of the the fa cup Uh, kept a clean sheet 1-0 in the third round but um they've got a, a 36 year old goalkeeper who came back at the start of last season when we thought Zion Suzuki was about to to hit it big and played a few games and Zion got injured. This guy came back and he's been absolutely brilliant for over a year now. So he's been keeping Zion out um, I, I, over to you guys if if there's any chance that he's ever going to get a game at Manchester United or I mean, he certainly has he's, he's he's big. He's like six, six foot three. I think he's very young. He's he played in the Japan uh, Olympic team. He's played in the national team only once so far. But uh, he's he's got a great record and uh, he's he's he knows he's good he's big, um. So I'd be interested to know if you guys think that Manchester. I think they've got oh, onano. Oh, yeah, uh, Onana. Onana. Yeah. Yeah. Onana. Yeah.
0: I mean, I would imagine he'd be at twenty-one. He'd be someone they'd be looking at as a as a as a backup. But uh, we'll mm. keep an eye on that. Fantastic, Alan. Always a pleasure. Lovely to talk to you and thanks for joining us.
3: Pleasure was all yours. Thank
0: you. (laughs) Gibson with his trademark sign-off. Yeah, the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Anyway, making a welcome return to the studio. You'll see him uh, this weekend. The second series of uh, World on Fire, the World War Two. Drama on BBC. It is friend of the show, Kel Spellman. Good to see you, Kel. Good afternoon, gents. Yes, it's... Uh, mm. the, f- the first series is very popular. I mean, very starry, uh, incredible cast. And also, you know, you could see it's all there on the screen. Uh, not a cheap show to make it's uh, no it's fantastic i mean it was it was an
1: amazing show to to be a part of mm. i mean particularly <clears> for myself we i was involved there's about seven different kind of so- story strands yeah. in the series uh for me in the first series i was kind of telling the story of the the british army and we were telling the story of dunkirk and you know when we got to film when we were filming in saint anne's and we had taken over this beach and you've got i mean i'm talking hundreds of essays burnt tanks, burnt Spitfires, you know. Vehicles. This, in Lidham, this was in Lytham This <laughs> was wow. in You know, so you, the the scale of it uh, is 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 just something to behold. And yeah. you know, for us, you get to kind of put on the costumes and and kind of really feel it's as close as you're going you to get to being there. You you honestly, you really do, and I think that's that's the joy you get when you get to work on a production that is kind of such high end yeah. and as it has the investment. You know, there's there's no stone left unturned on, on pardon me. And that's for an actor, it does half the work for you. Because yeah. when you step on that beach and you've got the boats that you're trying to get on and it is a little bit cold and it's all going on around you, it's everything you you kind of need to feed off is as i say it's there so it was brilliant and for it to come back we're we're buzzing i mean it'll be nearly four years since Mm. since the first series which is quite funny really because Obviously with the, the pandemic and then whether we, we thought, was has it been too long that we can bring it back? But the BBC kind of were really keen to do it and Mammoth and as well who make the show. So we're delighted we're able to to return for a second series.
0: You're right. What sets <laughs> it apart is not just told from one perspective, is it? You've got this even, uh, you've got something uh, from a German perspective telling mm-hmm. their story, a young girl there. Yeah. Um. So you do see lots. You have a, a nurse who's in Paris. I mean, you see a lot of the British sh- soldiers as well. And there's kind of, Personal relationships in there as well, but but as we said, the cast: Sean Bean and Helen Hunt, Leslie Manville, etc.
1: Yeah, and 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 there's a few more brilliant additions as as well this year as well. There's um there's a brilliant actor called Arhad who, mm. um, well, when we met him, we're telling in in this year we're telling the story of the Battle of Africa. So right. we we, uh, we have a great story with the Indian Sappers, which you don't actually really see on screen. But leading the Sappers unit is an actor called Arhad, and when we met him, this he's a brilliant brilliant actor. Really great guy but he's like huge in Bollywood. I'm oh, talking why? like two, three million followers. Like he says he can't really go to India or, or to Pakistan because he's that big. But mm. here he was in this studio in Belfast, just enjoying like a cold tea and some digestive biscuits. And we go, <laughs> welcome to British filmmaking, mate. But um, <laughs> he's, he's joined us this year. We've got a brilliant actor called Greg Sulkin who now lives in LA, uh, but he's, he's joined the series. So the names just keep on going. And as you say, the fact that we have got all these different strands, which is the genius of Peter Balker, the writer really does set it apart also we've got we're telling the story of the RAF this year mm. the Battle of Britain I think the opening I think I can say this: the opening of the first episode is uh, a bombing raid over Manchester. So we're right. It probably in the brings heart. it home
0: to you as well, doesn't it? Well, yeah.
1: that's it. You know, and, yeah. and the, you know the, the fact of the the bit being told from the UK, is set in Manchester, is great for me. They were filming in Manchester as well, and then the character I play, Private Joe Broughton, he's from Leeds. Mm. So uh-huh. you know, there's a there's a nice northern feel to the show. Yes, we do Yorkshire do try to anyway. Right. Yeah, great. <laughs> you can let me know whether I pull it off. <laughs> It'd been great if they'd
2: blown up the Etihad by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> what about might make that? It a bit more cool. Just, they, they yeah. I'm looking for anything. They'd They'd have have re- give everyone <laughs> Have it rebuilt I'm, in a couple of months. I
1: remember hearing. I think there was. I'm pretty sure in 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 the war though that Old Trafford did get bombed at yeah. someone because obviously mm. around there as well was quite mm. a key point where it's kind of where a lot of the canals come into to Manchester. Mm. And then what ended up happening was, I think, City shared main road with United for a bit while it got fixed, you know. I think mm-hmm. that was, um yeah, it's a great little story and just think, you know. I don't we, think that would we, happen now. I don't think it would <laughs> yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so,
0: uh, World on Fire starts so 9pm on BBC One uh, this sunday and all the episodes are going to be on iplayer after the first one is that i right? think so yeah I yeah think that's See, if you missed it series one is on the iplayer as well as kel said it was four years ago since so i know what i want to ask Kel though, yeah, about yeah. manchester city You're... have
2: you have you been surprised that pep has stayed as long as he has i mean he seems to love it doesn't he, he that's not been his history has it it's always uh, i do very well mm-hmm. i burn out a bit and then i go and have a year off and then i go somewhere else where i can win but
1: here at City, he seems to be really in love with the club. Yeah, honestly, as each each year that we get extra out of him, because I was the same. I mm. thought if we get them three to four years, mm. you know, we'll, we'll take that. But every year that he seems to stay on is just another year that I think every City fan is counting their lucky stars. I think he has got all the ingredients there where it's the perfect setup for him. He's got his two mates from Barcelona in Chiqui mm. and Fran Soriano, who he's known obviously, for, for decades, really. Mm. Um, I know that he has a very close working relationship and personal relationship with Caldoun, the CEO who kind of runs the club for the shake. Mm. And I, I think as well, no, he, he's still got some of his, his kids still at school in Manchester. So it just feels all those things that you guys will know you kind of need to feel settled in a place mm. Um, seem to be there for Pep. But I would also say, and I, may, I know I am probably slightly biased, it is no coincidence that it's not just Pep, but players seem to stay for, for, for a long time as well. Yeah. You know, talk about eight, nine, ten years, we seem to manage to keep well, players he only keeps for... players who want to be there, which is absolutely the right True, policy, I think. Yeah. Um, I think what was funny
2: during the... I don't know if you went to the Champions League final. You I, probably I did. I was there, yeah. Was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was there. Went. And it was very hot, wasn't it, that night? Yeah. <clears throat> and Sheikh Mansour, for some reason, he was wearing a scarf. I was couldn't it, work that out. Well, he he's just
0: show wearing the colours. Yeah, so it's a he, hot, though. I, I mean, mean he's he he come from the desert. It's real yeah. far was hot. Was that your only takeaway from that, man? Yeah, it was actually. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> didn't really notice anything. I was massively interested in the game after. No, it was <laughs> after
2: was in the coverage. I thought, shake, man, I've got a photo of him. I've cut it out. Have you really you, yeah. you had it framed? Well, I have actually. I'll see if I can find it's it for you. <laughs>
0: slightly obsessed with it. It's interesting because Arsenal have clearly strengthened. They're going to, you know, they get Rice over the line and they're, yeah. they're going to be pushing. Yeah. And City, you could argue at the moment, I know it's very early days, but we've got this Julian Alvarez story for Bayern. There's probably nothing in it. But uh, we've also got, um, you know, you know what's going on with Bernardo Silva, mm-hmm. we've seen players go already. At the moment, they're kind of weaker than they were. But I'm, I'm aware of the fact the window's still open and they will do business. Yeah.
1: yeah, I think, and it's something just to keep our eye on. It feels like, I think, we're waiting to see what players are actually going to go. Hmm. I think because we're aware that there might be a few more to leave. And I think then that will then uh, dictate which which route Manchester City go and who they want to bring in. I think Kovacic is very shrewd business. I think that's a brilliant sign. And then you can see... He won't get you a lot of goals. Well, no. <laughs> no, but I, I think... Won't, it won't, be be his Gundogan. Job. It won't be his job, <laughs> yeah. will it? No. No, I think he might be probably I'm hope probably more dictating pace. And obviously I think he technically does... When I've seen when he's not been injured, I think, yeah. um, he's I think good he could really very fit into right. the City team. Yeah. Um but no, I just think it's going to be depending on, on who goes. Because as you say, at the moment, it does feel like we, we need one or one or two more signings. Mm. But I, I can't knock Cheeky, you know. I think if you look at his business and the way he's kind of... Built, rebuilt this team and had to deal with players leaving when they wanted to leave.
0: He's, he's never really put a foot wrong. Um, Going to be if, quite on Vardy, wasn't it? They've been talking a lot about bringing him in. Um, I mean, he'd be, he's a great, he'd be a very good sign. He'd be a right, brilliant yeah, sign and yeah, yeah. he really, really would. I mean, it'd be great if, if that did happen.
1: But again, I'm also like, any players that maybe we don't get, it does seem to be that we know our alternatives. Like, I even think, I was saying to my mate, it was like, well, rice if we wanted him why didn't we get him i said well ruben diaz was our was our third choice it would seem when we were looking for a new center back you know mm. we were looking at jules con before that uh, then obviously uh Kudabali as well was first choice so i think it's always important to remember if we don't get maybe that first name we're linked with we seem to have a good, pretty good plan B and plan C. Plus, I'm excited to see some more of the kids come to the team. I think James yeah. McAtee's going to, mm. I don't think the City kind of want to let him go. I think he's going to come and join the first team. So um, I think we trust in our academy as well that seem to be now producing these players that can perform at the highest level is yeah. is also something to keep an eye on. But I do think maybe a couple more signs because that's what Sir Alex did so well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You keep, know, you've chair, got Plenty keep, of
0: churn. You've got to keep doing that. Keep have them on their toes. Then mm.
1: big names coming in. So yeah. yeah, we'll see. But I really hope we don't lose Bernardo as
2: well yeah saying. that
0: would be a blow for him um and so De Bruyne, you
2: know he, he, probably a couple more seasons but only that i think i think he was showing signs last
1: season he's still a wonderful player yeah course, yeah, so. yeah yeah i mean i see you can't I mean i think he's 31 32 now yeah, so sure. you know that's but again you know i remember thinking how do you replace david silver yeah and we managed to do it and mm. it took us a while how do you replace, you know your we managed to do it and fernandinho so hopefully we'll, we'll be alright but as you say looking at teams making some big moves around us
0: yeah yeah so to it's going to be a tougher season it's going to be yeah it's yeah. going to be the hardest one yeah so what else mm. you're up to Cal Funny at the moment
1: yeah well do you know I've just started um, filming a new series um, doing the new series of The Bay which is the right. ITV crime drama that is I know it's a really oh, yeah, really well good. loved mm. show mm. so um, we, we literally had our first week last week and I'm going to be on that till October so um, we're doing that up in Morecambe which has me uh, back up north a little bit as and well. you're still so doing it for city as well city Still doing a bit for city yeah we've go they go on their pre-season tour in a couple of weeks um i was hoping maybe to try and get over there but, um, with filming, you can't, yeah. Do it. I understand. So, you'll be ben. in Morecambe
0: instead. I, I'll be in Morecambe while <laughs> <be> they're in <laughs> Japan and Seoul, but oh, yeah, absolutely. we'll be.
1: um, yeah. And then, I think we start some of the, the show stuff. We're going to start for the Atletico Madrid friendly, oh, okay. which is the third one. And then, uh, yeah, I think first first home games, Newcastle. So, be, well, to go. be a good game. yeah, yeah, great game yeah. Saturday night. I think, yeah. yeah, well, good to see you, Cal. Thanks, Thanks for having for me, as always. In.
0: It's a pleasure, it always just, is. Just a reminder uh, World on Fire this Sunday, 9 p.m. on. Uh, BBC One. It's uh, Paul Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on TalkSport. Laura Robson joins us in the next hour of the show. That's more city chat. It's getting a bit city heavy today. Oh, well. uh, Campbell Hatton's on uh, yeah. a little bit later oh, and you've probably nice. met... Have you met Campbell along the way I've,
1: yet? Yeah, I've met uh, only once, just kind of to, to say hello, but yeah. um, he's a top lad and obviously he's kind of, he's, he's doing well, some he's brilliant stuff. Stinked
0: so. in it. I mean, I'm, I'm going to talk to him about whether his dad ever sat him down and said it wasn't always like this, son. It yeah. wasn't always a pack tro. You've got to remember life in uh, what, League One, the yeah, equivalent League of... Two, yeah. You've yeah. got to remember all of that sort of stuff, <laughs> haven't Amen. you? Yeah. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. But before all of that, Andy, you were telling mm. us about a little contraption that's been set up at w- Wimbledon yeah. to tell them when it's raining. It's a bit gimmicky, is so there going to yeah. be a publicity... It's, it's a basically work.
2: a tray full of water, which with they a, With a plastic duck in being it. Being guarded by a duck.
0: He's been given the name John Quackenroe. John Quackenroe, yeah. And, well, it could have been, according to Adam in Blackburn, no quack Djokovic. Very good. <laughs> that would have worked just as well, Adam. You're, you're probably right. was a right. silent duck. It was, uh, yes. There were, we had some other quite interesting ones. Uh, you wanted well, other offshoots of John Quackenroe. <laughs> I do We can read out whole. David's from Manchester United. <laughs> we could... Uh, where's it gone? I think I can. Where's it? Where if I can find it for you. Uh, do, do, do. I'll read it if you like. Oh, yes. Oh, I can see it, yeah. Yeah, this, no, David from Marlborough. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Uh, John McEnroe starts a body hair removal business called John Backsack and Crackenroe. <laughs> Come on, that's good. <laughs> there we are, very good. <laughs> very good, David. And um, uh, yes,
2: we were talking about at this shop in Manchester called Marisons. Yeah. No, no, Maris- Morrisands. Morrisands. Maris- okay. You've just started an <laughs> <Yeah>. offshoot business. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look. And, and I mentioned Roger Howard's. It's a little Carpets. corner shop. The
0: owner's mm-hmm. having a little bit of fun, isn't he? He's having yeah. And yeah, often a the of fun. the big brands can have a bit of a sense of humour failure, which is a shame they because don't like it. it's kind of indirectly mm. good publicity for them, isn't it? So we've mm. we've had a few other ones, haven't we?
2: Yes, uh, this one in Stuart says, there's a supermarket in Spain called Spainsbury's.
0: That's very good. It's good, isn't it? I hope they haven't gone after him. Jim in Brentford says, there's an ice cream shop slash parlour in Blackpool called Ken and Terry's. (laughs) Same (laughs) lever as the American brand. Oh, that's good, isn't it? That's good, Jim. Again, that's (coughs) hope Ben and Jerry seem, I don't know if if they've gone a bit corporate these days, who knows? But um anyway, let's hope they didn't go after him. Did you see that story with Chris Wokes and his very good friend Mark Woods?
2: Mm. Mark Woods, Mark Wood. Sorry, oh, okay, yeah, Mark yeah. Woods. He's Mark yeah. Woods. Sorry, yeah. Mark Wood.
0: <laughs> you can't be pluralizing a <coughs> name, can you? It's know, always a bit of a call. Yeah, yeah. And, no, not uh, you, but people generally, are not picking you out, yeah, Andy. He can, if you know. He says that he, he yeah, has to when,
2: whenever he travels on a plane with Mark Wood. Yeah uh it marks a bit of a nervous flyer oh yeah so he has to hold his hand as they take off really oh, that which reminded me of the producer in russia he went a very whiter shade of pale yeah every time we got on a plane yeah it didn't help that our pilot friend said that the uh, the crew and the staff for this particular airline were about age 12 and a bit inexperienced
0: which <laughs> <laughs> was not ideal. Yeah. but uh, yes we didn't hold his it. It was suggested though, also that the, the pilots of this particular area liked a little bit of a livener before they took off. <laughs> <laughs> which is not ideal. Which is not it? ideal. <laughs> not really. But anyway, we, we all made it through. We all made it through. Brazil there. Airlines. Yeah. <laughs> Morning. I don't mean the country, exactly. Uh yeah. that's right. There, there, that's true. There was um, there was a steward, his name was Fail on it mm. which we didn't think was a great idea it's not a great name, is it? <laughs> not, yeah not Engin fail yeah that would have been Engen that would have been a bit of a nightmare wasn't it but it wasn't it wasn't yes in. yes
2: uh mgb no not MGB. what are you saying that for a bloke called mjb wrote to the oh, okay, uh, the yeah. star today yeah he, he said, said well done to the under 21 team uh oh you know what what I've cut off the article off. I don't know why I've done that. I can't even
0: read it. You're brilliant, (laughs) Andrew. Oh, that's so annoying. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be writing back. If you write to the star once, you tend to do it more than (laughs) once. Now, he just felt that the uh,
2: under 21 hero. Now, right? Yes, the Manchester City keeper, Trafford James Trafford, should be playing for Manchester United. Because well, not really, because he's young Trafford. If he was like. 50 then you say yeah, he's old trafford okay but as he's young trafford it okay. doesn't work
0: does it well look that was well worth you cutting out andy i would have cut the whole thing out. we should salute dave kid today from the, oh, yeah. the sun often enjoy his work and dave oh, he's has...
2: such a. I fu- i love dave but he's such a fulham fan he really hates well, he really does hate chelsea well, massively okay, well, you, know, but,
0: you know he's a fulham fan i know, you know.
2: True but uh,
0: he, he turned to cricket today, and he has yeah. he has dubbed. I think I can use that word dubbed. Mm. Uh, Alex Carey. He's calling him Pariah Carey. Oh, Come brilliant! On. That's, that's brilliant. Sens- brilliant. I have to Just say, a that's brilliant, isn't it? I was very impressed. It with wasn't
2: that. His, he, he wasn't the bloke that didn't have pay for the haircut, though. In the end, it was some other. It was like, the reserve. Could, could oh, so I, it, uh, Alistair Cook got it wrong, did he? I, I think he had to say,
0: hey, "I've got this wrong." Oh, I okay, gather it, you know, it didn't get legal, did it? I'm sure it did. not well, We don't either. want to see a massive court case between <laughs> Pariah Carey and <laughs> Alistair Cook. It wouldn't be great, would it? The crowd
2: were brilliant. They gave him such a hard time, didn't they? Um, I'm not sure about Mo Alley at number three. I
0: don't think it's a great idea. But you know, they might not getting a 100 they might not do that again because it didn't really work uh but they it would, didn't work neither did brook at three
2: no but you know put on about 60 at you know and and he came in not having to face the new ball you know, yeah. i can't imagine it'd be a great idea if he had to come in and you well, know in the second over or something lawrence is in the squad dan lawrence is still
0: in the squad yeah, but That's he's, somebody number can six.
2: he's not really he's really a you know he's a good one day player he's a decent player but he's not he's not a number three I mean, one
0: of the 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 thing about this book we're going to chat about later on is in white ball cricket we have a kind of embarrassment of riches, and when mm. they've gone out even played in finals with a lot of key players missing and mm. still won them, we don't have that depth. I mean, you, you know. know, well, I mean, injuries had a lot to do with it, of course, but we don't quite have that depth in test cricket, No, do we? it's difficult. Pope's a big miss, actually. Um, uh, this is a crackpot research of the day, came from the University of Cardiff. Mm. Uh, the main premise of it is keeping tropical fish may be as bad for the environment as driving thousands of miles on a motorbike which did have uh, uh, me imagining a koi carp at the Isle of Man TT. Yeah, yeah basically they're saying heating a 400-litre tank, transporting fish and pumping water can create as much uh, CO2 a year as uh, 3,483 miles on an average motorcycle. Oh,
2: wow. there That's we are. Very
0: interesting. works there from the University of Cardiff. <laughs> well, one, one they probably knocked I, up in I the I thought pub. it was good. Yeah, good.
2: Um, is that it? Well, only that, it's very interesting, Tim Hemman is saying, it's, it's a bit like, do you remember when we met... Roger Lloyd Pack, the great actor from uh, yeah. Only Fools and Horses, and we asked him how many times do people say trigger? Well, yeah, shall trigger. Shout, shout, hello David. Hello David. Yeah, yeah, that's he it. And he said, hello David. Yeah. About
0: 10 times a day.
2: That's right. But, uh, and, yeah. uh, and John McEnroe talked about, you cannot be serious, people say that too many times. I don't
0: day. believe it, as they said in the papers <laughs> yeah, today. That's yeah, a yeah, brilliant,
2: wasn't mm. <laughs> it? How did they manage that? <laughs> but yeah. But, but apparently, cries of, come on, Tim, yeah. still follow ex tennis ace Henman every day. So he says he's taken ownership of the phrase. Has he
0: trademarked He says you know? he has. We talked about this. I said that it probably it's one of those rare occasions when you advocate violence, and if anybody mm. says that to him, a bit like mm. um, Richard Wilson, Victor Meldrew in Father Ted, mm. you are allowed to go and punch them in the face. <laughs> what, what, if somebody says,
2: come <laughs> on, Tim? If somebody says,
0: come on, Tim, and you think, you must, does he look at them <laughs> and think, is that all you've got? You think that's the first time I've ever I've ever heard that? I wouldn't say come on Tim to Tim Hemman. No,
2: I wouldn't but it was very surprising. He's on the Wimbledon committee and he's talking about the BBC and their coverage and he's saying it's incredible what the BBC delivers, but I'm also on the board here. And when you look at the investment that's needed, they make an absolute fortune. How much investment do they need? And the expansion that's required. What expansion? Someone's gotta pay for that. You think, well, it better be the BBC, because if you take it off the BBC, I promise you, it's the worst thing you could ever do yeah. with Wimbledon. It would kill it stone dead, either. Yeah, stick it behind the paywall, and oh, It wouldn't be great, great, would it? Well, no, that, I think that's one of the reasons why it's so popular, because people who don't necessarily have Sky and don't get a lot of live sport,
0: they all love Wimbledon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, we're off there next. Sports fans like Anna Winter. We're going to have a chat with the uh, former British number one, Laura Robson. I'm going to have a chat with her, see what she's made of it all so far. She's got some other stuff to tell us about. As we said, we're going to talk cricket, the dominance of the white ball game, with the World Cup just around the corner, of course, with the authors of a new book, White Hot. And Uh, Campbell Hatton is popping in to see us. And
2: I was looking at a photo of Cliff in the crowd, and I was thinking, he does basically still look the same, but he obviously looks quite a lot older. Yeah. And then I was looking at that photo of us, the holding photo they put on YouTube. Yeah,
0: and we look older than Cliff. We do. We look, <laughs> no. yeah. We look like it's we've been pre embalmed. <laughs> I think we've got to go back in for a new picture. It's not the. I'm not blaming Dicky I'm not blaming the photographer. Uh, I'm blaming the, the, the strange pale filter. So we look mm. like the, the Tilda Swinton twins. <laughs> it's very odd. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast.
2: Talking about being terrible last season and everything. I was watching the a program called the. The Grudge. It's a really good film on BT. I mm-hmm. recommend it. Actually, even though I'm not a massive rugby fan, it's quite an interesting political program as well as a. It's about the 1996 Nations Decider between Scotland and England. Yeah, and it's a, set against the background of Thatcher and poll tax in Scotland, but not in England, and about how much resentment there was in Scotland to to England, and and it's it really interesting. Excellent documentary. Okay, Jeff Probin scored a try against Ireland. Who knew? Well, yeah, well, he, he, could,
0: he scored tries. There was through. a good shot now of Mickey
2: Skinner. I was, I, was thinking, I was thinking about Mickey. He used to be on Talk Sport, didn't he, when we first started? Yeah.
0: Bosch! Bosch, <laughs> we used to... Uh, yes, he he was pre-Bosch before um, yeah. Tom Skinner, wasn't he? Oh, he was He was, he was Bosch. fully Bosch. Yeah. Um, maybe it's not a kind of cockney thing after all in his program he did that documentary on the history of rugby that was full of bosh it was a lot of that yeah it was it was quite the dvd i remember us walking in uh, one of the first shows we ever Mm. did here um i might have been at the old studio he'd done a rugby show beforehand and we walked into a tower of lager cans (laughs) that he had built Mm. over the three hours he'd been doing the show it was quite impressive I think it was only him drinking them. It was pretty Mm. high for one man, but yeah, there we are. Um, We asked you earlier on about where the ball finally came to rest because some bloke was having a bit of a kip and a pims at the tennis Mm. and uh, one of the players hit the ball out and it landed in his drink. We thought we kind of deserved it really if he's Mm. not actually bothering to watch the tennis so, uh, you, you, did, you did give us a few uh, stories. As a teacher, I was walking with my mug of tea on the outskirts of the school on a snowy day. Some ex pupils were hurling snowballs at me. As I turned from them, one landed right in my mug, leaving me with just the handle in my hand. That's always a good look, Ian. Uh, thank you very much wow. for that. Um, what else have we got? Uh, yes. Well, when we were in our early 20s playing an outdoor five-a-side tournament, Jonah, six-foot-five striker, toe-bunged the ball towards Guy. Is that the toe-poke? I take it, it must be. Uh, It missed and ended up whizzing through the chip shop van window, knocking out the owner. Not only did we lose the game, we got chased off the park and uh, there was no more fish and chips for us uh, at the end of the game, says uh, Paul in uh, Ashton. Thank you very much for that. Um, And Andy, you were telling us earlier on about the plastic duck that guards the little tray yeah. There's a little marketing thing that they've been doing at Wimbledon to tell them whether it's raining or not. Yeah, and he's called
2: the little duck John Quackenroe. John Quackenroe. And yeah, uh, I, I made him. the point that uh, in the sun today they had a picture of John Macaroni next to it, and he was saying his
0: famous catchphrase, I do not believe it. Yeah. What? <laughs> they got that wrong. <laughs> Somebody else gave us. Uh, no Quack Djokovic, didn't they? Yeah. Uh, and somebody else, of course. Uh, Lee in uh, Stourbridge says, Martina Quav- Quagratilova. Doesn't <laughs> it work, doesn't work. It doesn't work It doesn't really work quite as well, does it, I'm afraid. <laughs> it doesn't. So, uh, anything else you want to talk about, Andy? Uh, what Bumble was saying in
2: the news there, I thought was, I had the similar note. I <clears> mean, <throat> he, he says, who decides these things? I've put, What's wrong with these people? No Ashes tests in the next Ashes series at Headingley or Old Trafford. I don't oh, really? know how you could make that decision. I, I don't know what's wrong with you if you think that that's a good idea. Wow. Really, really poor. And, uh, you know, we've seen that, you know, how important those atmospheres are, you know, how how much the crowd at Headingley paid a big part in that win, you know. Yeah. And even at Lords, when the crowd got a bit carried away, it made a difference. It makes a difference. But I think the MCC have gone a bit over the top on the brand new rules for the members and all this. Blimey, there's only one incident in 150 years. Don't worry about it. <laughs> could they have got off with a warning?
0: <laughs> I think they could. That was the question, wasn't it? The Hawksby and Jacob's Daily Podcast. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll reconvene myself and Charlie mm. tomorrow. Got some good guests uh, for you uh, tomorrow. And uh, you'll be back for the birthday spread, Andy. Yes, uh, my writers have been on very good form. Oh, you're confident, aren't you? <laughs> well, I don't know. there's plenty of volume. Oh, good. Okay, well, that, that was that's something. Uh, okay, well, do join <laughs> yeah, us if you can for one. If not, the podcast will Be available at 4 o'clock. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on Talk Sport.
2: Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust Oleum's new Custom Spray 5 in 1 gives you control with five different spray patterns so you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from rust
1: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more.